Ray. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's this is like my third my third recording because the recording <clears throat> keeps I don't know, it's recording just fine. And then somewhere in the middle, you can tell that it's recording, but you can't hear anything. Oh, jeez. And the last one, it happened at like nine minutes. What? So, anyway, anyway. Okay, so I'm going to attempt again to do this digital diary. And, and as I do recall, uh, I've been instructed by the producer, King Producer, that this is a rambling of whatever we're thinking about or going through in our day. And um, so this is going to be a little bit of a, a tag along from my last ranting <laughs> because I'm still trying to process things and I'm going to try to process things through, you know, just rambling here. And first of all, Ray, I do want to say that I miss you. I wish we were closer. I wish that uh, we could do, you know, I love doing this, but I love seeing you doing our other gig as well. And I am grateful <clears throat> for the opportunity to do this with you. I, it, it's bettered my life. You better my life. And our followers, our listeners just couldn't be more grateful for them. And I do hope that uh, you guys will pass this along to other people because the thrill and the enjoyment of touching lives and just giving a different point of view and opportunity for people to consider that there might be a, a better way of living or a different way of living or a different way of looking at, at situations and just options. I think allowing yourself to see that there's options out there in life and to do things differently is powerful. So I do hope that our listeners will pass this along because I... Um, I want people to find joy in their lives. I want people to find their balance and to thrive and to figure out that life has a process and how to find their balance and, you know, all of these things. Because what I've been ranting of over now two or three or four times uh, <clears throat> in this digital diary is, is how to handle disappointment. We all face it. There's not one human being on the earth that has not faced disappointment. And uh, disappointment is either a gift, it either empowers you and it ends up to really not be disappointment, but rather a brilliant education and a stepping stone to something more brilliant, or it is the thing that takes you down. And all of those things have to do with point of view, what, whatever point of view you choose to take. And... So I find myself being quite deliberate in the position and the point of view I'm taking. And because I am in that same situation again that I rambled up upon last time. But this time, you know, I have tens of thousands of dollars that are not going to come to me. It's not going to come to me. The other party clearly um, is not going to hold up their end of the bargain. They know it's going to cost me more to sue them. Than, than what they owe me, though what they owe me is a good chunk of change. I do know uh, to the bottom of my heart, to my core, I have given everything. I've been responsible. I've been dependable. 
I've worked harder than expected. I have done that with gratitude, inspiration, joy, happiness. Um, I have my own faults, of course. There's things I need to work on in life, but dropping the ball is not one of them. So, you know, I know I have not dropped the ball. And in this particular in instance, there's times when, you know, everyone, I can, I'm a big enough person, I can step back and go, you know, Sid, you could have done that part better. Or you didn't really handle that situation well. In this particular instance, I've hit a home run. I, I've done everything I I've been told to do, everything I've been promising that I would do. And I have given more than even being asked of me. So here I stand um, in a situation where I'm not going to get the return that's been agreed upon. So, you know, many family and friends have been, you know, bringing up their point of view uh, that, that this is unfair. I'm in a situation where I haven't been treated well and why am I not angry? So I've taken a moment to really step back to consider why am I not angry? Well, I'm not angry because, you know, I'm looking at it this way. We all go to life college. That's what we all do. And when we go to college, life college, but when we go to the U of U or whatever university you're going to go to, you got to pay a tuition and it's often a lot of money. And when you go in, you're going to spend time with professors you don't like. You're going to be given assignments you don't agree with. You're going to be in situations that are unfair, but you still pay a tuition. So could it be that this money that's not going to come back to me for the work I've done, uh, could it be my tuition? Because if I really look at what I've been educated in, never in a million years would I have ever called the state to ask them those questions. You know, hey, I'm a, I am a woman who was born to a homeless mother who lived in a cardboard box on the side of the road in complete poverty in the Philippines. And now here I am as a single mother, self-employed. What well, does this mean anything to you if I own a construction company? And wham, the guy on the other end said, you know what, you're a golden goose in the construction industry because there are a certain amount of jobs that have to be handed out to people like me but there's not enough people like me to hand out those jobs. And he said, so if you just go ahead and apply for the jobs, even if you're a high on a mid to high end bid and you're this interior designer and you have all those other credits that go with you, he goes, guess what we have to do? We have to give it to you. Whether we like you or not, we have to give you the job. And he says, you know, you, if you go about this right, you're going to be so busy, you're not going to be able to see straight. You're going to be able to bring in the kind of money that you want to bring in. And you're going to be extremely successful doing what you love doing. So if I really step back and look at that, okay, so I paid a tuition and I'm going to go tenfold it in front of me by taking the education I just paid for and applying it. And these things that well, the people I've met, the people I've had to uh, make phone calls to, the people that, the builders and such that I have uh, met at their jobs, those individuals have educated me by just certain things they will say to me. 
certain guide, uh, guidelines they've given me, all of these things. So yes, in the last four days, I have literally developed a construction company. I have picked up um, a woman that's been a broker at Wells Fargo, and she will do all of the financial and in-house, you know, uh, in-house docs for us. I have um, found a builder, and you know where I found that builder as I was out working for this other gig. Would have never found this builder. Well, he's coming on as the builder. He has a construction license and an electric electrician. What do you call it? Journeyman electrician license, electrical license. I don't know what that's called. Anyway, <clears throat> he's coming on. Um, I have a realtor. I have a mortgage lender. I have a developer. And then myself, the interior designer and sales. And um, the docks are being done. You know, the, comp the company's uh, already been put into an LLC. And uh, it's incredible. I've been speaking to my vendors. I have vendors. So what I'm saying is when you hit disappointment, often is disappointment really disappointment or is it just life college you went through and it's now your opportunity to take a step back and look for the gift what's the gift what were you just educated in because majority of the time if you find the gift you will be gifted with more tenfold more if you take what gift was just gifted you instead of sitting heavy on what you believe this experience should be. So anyway, Ray, okay, I love you. I miss you. I wish we were doing this every day. But again, thank you to our followers. I really appreciate you all. And I love you too. Okay, dare to be better with Ray and Sid. Well, Sydney, first of all, let me apologize for not having a sound engineer follow you around. 24-7 like you were on some kind of a fake reality show. As you know, reality TV is the furthest thing from reality. I think they have sitcoms on TV that are based more deep in reality. More deep? More deeper? Deeperer? But, uh, yes, I can't be around 24-7. I wish I was. This would be cool to do in person, but hey, this is the off-season. This is the whole point of the off-season, right? To kind of give us a break from each other and uh, so we don't strangle each other. So we can keep on loving each other. <laughs> all good. Um, first of all, the injustice of the world is always going to be there. Corporate greed is always going to be there. I'm a capitalist like every other capitalist in the world. I'm unapologetic. I think if you can get a billion dollars, a trillion dollars, you should get every cent of it and you should keep it. I think taxation is theft. I think a modicum of, you know, contributing to what you need in society is appropriate. But I think for the most part, you know, everything is corrupt. Wait, I thought this was supposed to be a happy, uh, feel-good show. What's going on here? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the off-season. I forgot. And, you know, we can't filter this. That's the rule. The only reason Sydney had to re-record is because the uh, recording mechanism actually went... Uh, Pear-shaped, as they call it, right? But um, there you go. I, a minute and a half, and I haven't even said a thing. This is typical. By the way, I'm in my truck outside the gym. I haven't gone in yet. I hope you can hear this, okay? hope there's not too much noise around me. 
But um, yeah, as far as not being able to collect on money that is due you, that's unfortunate. And you're probably right. It will probably take more time, more efforts, more resources and legal fees than is worth it. I've won a bunch of small claims uh, court decisions. And at the time, I think the cap was 1500 that you could sue for or $14.99. I won three or four of those. But a collection agent's not going to work for 10% of that. You know, they've upped that, I think, since then. But I won a major lawsuit and that took forever to collect on it again. By the time you're done, it's so anticlimactic. It's like, yeah, if I had waited to pay my bills, I would have starved to death. Forget it. But that, that's a decision you have to just make. I mean, maybe down the line, you sue for that. You know, get a job in the uh, process. Right now, it is an employee's market. As you know, nobody wants to work. So they're having problems filling jobs. They're paying more than ever because they have to. Um, applicants are way more selective. And right now, you know, they got the, uh, you know, the employers by the balls. So there's that. And there's also the prospect of owning your own company. Like I said, um, weeks ago when we spoke, you have everything in line to do that. You've got the acumen, you know, it has to be done. You have the advantage of certain social constructs right now where uh, you know how I feel about diversity hires and checking boxes and getting things because you look a certain way you were born with certain genitalia I think it's BS but if you're talking about using a broken system well it's in place you might as well you know use it someone's going to so I would hire you because you're the best person out there I don't care what your eyes look like what your skin looks like Um, that's a slippery slope because, you know, if you can hire somebody based on a quota or, you know, somebody has to hire you because of a quota, do you really feel like, you know, you earned it? And how much further down the line is it going to go where me, I'm a six foot white dude, 51 years old, and clearly I look like, you know, a kid born in Brooklyn in a Polish Italian neighborhood. But I might say one day, hey, you know what? I feel like a five-foot Filipino girl with a limp and a, and a stutter. And I feel like I'm missing an arm. I, I can see my arm, but, you know, it just doesn't feel like it's part of me. It feels like it's detached. This is what I feel like today. So I get the handicap box, the minority box, and the female box, right? Now I got uh, three advantages working for me. See what I mean? It's a slippery slope. I know I'm just rambling, but that's what we're doing these days. We're just rambling. So we got to be careful. And if anybody, you know, fights me on any of those uh, of those points, well, this is what I identify as. So if you don't address me as what I just instructed you to address me as, I will sue the balls off you. Pun intended. So, but I mean, all in all right now, the world's so screwed up that, yeah, if someone's going to collect the money, you know, you may as well go out and get it. I know you're getting it because you're skilled. But uh, anyway, that's, just, that's beside the point. If you're not being treated fairly, bottom line is you have to go out and uh, go where you're going to be appreciated, whether or not that is starting your own company. And I think that is where you're going to be very soon. And, you know, you, uh, you already have the plan. You have it in your head. You 
did it with the talk show, you did it with me, you did it with everything you have. You think things through and you're clearly not somebody who works on impulse. You think things through to the nth degree. Some people would think it's psychotic to wait decades before springing on something. But clearly, you know, you get it down to where you have every every I dotted, every T crossed, right down to the last detail. You know what you need. So, you know, you can't let bad people turn you into something bad. You have to, unfortunately, it's hard sometimes. You have to be able to just kind of, you know, stiff arm the temptation to uh, take the low road and to uh, slag people. You got to stay who you are. You got to stay on the high road. You know, stay positive and uh, just filter out all the BS around you. And you just have to stay focused. And I know you can do that. You know, and it's really hard sometimes when you know someone took advantage of you and literally stole from you. If they're taking money from you, not paying you what you deserve, they're stealing from you. And it's a very violating feeling. And when you're messing with somebody's money, you got kids to feed. You have a mortgage to pay. You have, you know, it's due you. Even if you were a trillionaire, it's your money. And someone's not giving you what they owe you. And that is just, it's an effed up situation. But, you know, you just kind of have to try your best to just, you know, not put it behind you so much, but put it in its place, compartmentalize it and say, okay, fine. You know, we're going to deal with this. But in the meantime, I'm still looking straight ahead because I have a goal and this is what I'm chasing. You can't let all that anger and toxicity, you know, cloud your thinking. It'll kill you, as you know. We talked about that on several episodes. But um, I know you can do this and I know that, uh, you know, these are things that make you better. You know, going through all those uh, asteroid fields and all these hurdles. And I'll tell you, everything that I ever had in life, and I'm still getting there. I always feel like I've got another hurdle to clear. You know, whether it be this last couple of years or just, you know, since I was a kid struggling in Brooklyn. Every single thing I ever earned, it seems like it was a fight. It was one thing after another, a setback, people pulling at you, trying to get you, you know, get back here. No, you can't do this. Um every sort of obstacle in your way you know and it just it, you just have to no this is my focus I'm getting this done and you know it's uh, just staying motivated and just staying um, you know on the right side of the anger is, is really I think 90% of it most of the time 90% of it most of the time I sound like Yogi Berra but you know that's really what it comes down to I've been focused on, uh, obviously, like I said, improving this home, being grateful for this home and realizing, hey, you know, I've got a good thing here. And I didn't have a similar situation to what you're going through right now as far as people owing me money. But as far as, uh, because I do have my own small company and, you know, it's, I'm able to bill for what I do. And luckily I work with good people who, they do pay me immediately when, uh, you know, services are rendered, you know, I'm paid on the spot. So I'm lucky right now, but that hasn't always been the case. As far as those other lawsuits that I've won, the decisions and never gotten to collect, you know, I just had to forgive it. 
And I just said, hey, you know, the money would be great, but there's money up ahead. I can't let this anger eat me. I can't go out and shoot these people. You know, I can't go beat them up. I'd love to go and, you know, take a lead pipe and, uh, you know, go into collection agent mode, but you can't do that. It's illegal. Unfortunately, all they're going to see is the retaliation. You know, they never see the kid that hits you first. It's always the teacher who sees you hitting back. So, you know, there's a lot of reason for anger and resentment and the need and the want for revenge. But unfortunately, that's not going to help us. You know, I've learned over the years that, uh, you know, revenge is a, it's an unquenchable thing. You never feel vindicated. You always feel like, oh, that pound of flesh. No, I, I need more. You know, you haven't paid enough. You haven't suffered enough. And it's the worst thing in the world. It's that rabbit hole where it's just like, you don't feel satisfied or vindicated once you've given someone the beating they deserve. Or, uh, you know, you say something to somebody that, oh, you had this coming. And at least me, I don't feel any better. I've hurt that person's feelings and now I feel like, oh, I don't feel any better about that. I thought that would fulfill me. It didn't. Now I feel worse. You know, it's the worst thing in the world. It's uh, that uh, that test, I guess, right? That Judeo-Christian test of, uh, you know, treat everybody with kindness and uh, forgiven, you know, 70 times 7 or whatever the figure is. So, not easy. That's why it's a test. If it was easy, everybody would be awesome in this world, right? But sometimes it's you and me against the world, and uh, I like it that way. I feel like the odds are, are stacked evenly. You and I, it's already a, an unfair fight having to take on the rest of the world. And I mean, on their side, they need some more fortification because God knows the hell we're going to unleash on the world. But you just stay straight and narrow on that. You just uh, stay focused and realize you're in the right. And don't worry. These people who are screwing you over, they're going to get what's coming to them. From what you tell me, you know, it's not a very sound structure and you don't belong there. So you found that early. You know, you, you talk about gifts all the time. You might want to consider that the gift of, uh, you know, the little boy out in the, out in the water saying, ah, this is a dangerous place to be. Turn back you know, before you're too deeply entrenched. So, anyway, I know you do the right thing. You always do. But, uh, love you, miss you, respect you till the cows come home. And, yeah, season two's gonna be here before you know it, so enjoy the time away from me. Small doses, right? <laughs> Anyhow, you kids listening out there, uh, com is where you want to go for this episode past episodes. We don't charge for any of it. We should be, but we're not. Um, if you feel like we gave you something of value, you know, go visit the gift shop. We've got some sweet merch out there. Lots of photos, lots of cool stuff. That's all. That's all I got. I rambled on for way too long. I was in Sydney mode this week. Talk to you next week.